0: You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now to the stadium. Calling today's action, here's Dick Palmer.
1: Thank you and welcome in to another broadcast of Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball coming to you from Houston, Texas, the campus of Rice University. We are at Rickling Park, Cameron Field, home of the Owls. And the Raiders and Rice will start a three-game weekend series this afternoon with first pitch scheduled for 630 Middle Tennessee comes into the game with a record of 26 and 20. They are 14 and 10 in Conference USA and have won three in a row. Rice comes in with a record of 13 and 36. They are 6 and 18 in conference play. They are on a current six game losing streak. So it's the Raiders and the Rice Owls meeting for the 25th time in baseball. Bryce actually holds the series lead. They have won 13 times. Middle Tennessee has won nine. And oddly enough, two of the games have ended in ties. Both of those tie games came in Murfreesboro. So the Raiders here in Houston at Reckland Park are two and seven. In Murfreesboro, they are six, five, and two. And in postseason tournament play, they are one. And one. That's the way the series stacks up between the two teams. Raiders have been a good road team this year. They're 17 and 13, and in conference play, eight and four. Rice at home, nine and 21, four and eight in conference play. That will set the stage for you. It's a beautiful night. We will have uh, no issues with the weather tonight. 89 degrees will be our game time temperature. Skies are mostly clear. A few scattered clouds uh, up above and winds out of the south-southeast at 12 miles an hour. We'll take our first break. When uh, we come back, I'll be talking with Blue Raider head coach Jim Tolman about this three game series. That's coming your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
2: The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post.
5: Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty.
6: He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro.
5: And it was accepted on the first try.
6: If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamin Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro
7: Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Ah, This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious.
0: The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS.
1: Middle Tennessee and Rice. Coach Jim Toman visiting with us before the game. And our last two weeks of the season, boy, gets away gets away quick, doesn't it? Well, it seems like our
8: 150th game, Dick. Uh, we've been on the road an awful lot. And uh, we're just trying to catch up and rest up and get some guys healthy. But... Yeah, it has gone fast. So we got uh, three at Rice. Then we get to go to Vanderbilt and play a really good program. And then we get to have uh, Southern Miss in here the last three
1: days. It's uh, leading the league. Not uh, to jinx us or anything, but uh, our team's been a pretty good road team uh, this year.
8: Yeah, we started off on the road the first four weekends. So we're pretty much used to it now. So we have played pretty well on the road. And we need to continue that. Uh, Rice is had a little bit of a down year for them. I mean, they used to go to Omaha all the time, so you got a really historical type team and program here. But uh, every, every year is a different year, but we we need to try to just play well and and uh, play all three facets. And uh, if we play hard and play smart, it should, should come out in our favor.
1: Have you brought teams in here before to this park?
8: Yeah, about three years ago, yeah. We came down here and played, and uh, and uh, I think we did all right. I can't remember how what the what the series was, uh, but uh, yeah, we've played here before, and they tell me that they're going to get turf, so this might be the last uh, three games on dirt here at Rice. That's what they tell us. So Blue Raiders are making history this week, <laughs> regardless of the outcome.
1: That that uh, grounds out there is a little bit hard, isn't
8: it? Yeah, well, it's awful hot here in Texas, and. Uh, we're not used to it being that hard. I think they watered it two or three times today. So maybe, maybe they got a little bit of moisture in there. So, but you know, every single field has the different little quirks and you got to figure out the sun, there's a sun field here early. And then again, in the fourth or fifth, and then got to figure out the wind and figure out how the field plays and, uh, you know, it's just another you know another thing we have to navigate on the road you play on different fields you got to got to
1: adapt quickly and a change in your normal friday night starting pitcher
8: yeah um we've had some guys banged up a little bit and uh we're just kind of reshuffling the deck a little bit and going with our our guy that uh has has been pitching well and uh well, a little bit better. I mean, we're still going to use pretty much the same guys on the weekend. It might just be a little bit different order, and a, and their roles might be a little bit different coming in relief rather than starting. But uh,
1: it's still the same guys. All right, coach. Best of luck. Let's get this first soon. We'll talk to you later uh, after the game. Absolutely. Stay cool up there, Dick. All right. It's uh, it's it is hot out on the field. Fortunately, we're in an air conditioned press box, so. Stan Koo will not be a problem. The two head coaches are meeting with the umpires at home plate. Jim Toman for Middle Tennessee in his sixth year, overall record 75, 96 and 1. And Jose Cruz Jr. in his first year uh, as head coach at his alma mater, Rice. 13 and 36 uh, are the Owls on the season. We're about ready for the National Anthem. I think we've got an, uh, a young chorus that's going to uh, do the honors. We've also got several little leaguers out on the field, and this is the first game of a three-game series. Beautiful setting here at, uh, at Rice uh, Reckling Park. The, the campus is right in the middle of the Houston Medical Center and the ballpark is set uh, with a background of the medical center skyline behind the outfield fences and there is a little berm in, in right field and then trees behind the fences but you can you can see all of the uh, the big medical buildings behind the fence you can also see the Hilton hotel uh, where our team is quartered for this game and it's it's just a very lovely scenario for college baseball the field here's a little bit bigger than it is uh, than the dimensions at home 335 down each line 400 feet to center field and 375 in the power alleys and the big scoreboard uh, just where it uh, is at uh, reese smith field it's behind the right field fence we'll take our final break back with starting lineups and first pitch after this on the blue raider network from learfield
0: Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: And we're just about ready for the national anthem. We'll let you uh, go down on the field and let you hear it. Rendition of our national anthem by a young uh, group of uh, choral uh, students down on the field. A flag uh, leaving the field, uh, the arm of a, arms of a color guard. So we're just about set to go. And time now for the starting lineups. Brought to you by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union. All Blue Raider Athletics visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four in Murfreesboro. Here's the way the Raider lineup will go. Fausto-Lopez will lead it off at shortstop. JT Mabry at second base will bat second. Jackson Galloway will be in left field. He'll hit third. Wyatt Morgan will be the designated hitter and be in the cleanup spot. Briggs-Wetter gets the start at first base. He will bat fifth. Brett Coker is at third base, hitting sixth. Eston Snyder in right field will bat seventh. Mason Spears does the catching, he'll hit eighth. And in center field, Brian Dillingham will be batting ninth. And on the mound, left-hander Peyton Wigginton, a senior who will be making his 18th appearance and 10th start of the season. He is five and four with a 4.14 earned run average. Rice Owls are taking the field. We'll give you their uh, batting order. Connor Walsh will be in center field and lead off. Pierce Gallo at shortstop bats second. Guy Garibay at first base will hit third. Austin Bullman, the designated hitter, bats fourth. Antonio Cruz, son of the coach, will be in right field hitting fifth. Justin Long at third base will bat sixth. Manny Garza will be Doing the catching, he will bat seventh. Jack ben- Shoshan will be in left field and hit eighth. And Johnny Hoyle will be at second base and bat ninth. Their pitcher will be David Shaw, a freshman left-hander. And we'll tell you a little bit more about him when the Raiders come to bat. Peyton Wigginton on the mound taking his, uh, or Shaw on the mound taking his warm-up tosses. So it's a pair of left-handers in the opening game of the series. Shaw 2-1 with a 6.60 earned run average, making his 21st appearance, but only his third start. He started last uh, Friday's game against Charlotte. He has allowed three home runs in 30 innings, has allowed 20 hits, 22 earned runs, he has walked 15 struck out 22 and the most impressive stat line for david shaw is uh, the fact that opponents are hitting only 190 against him david shaw is 67 205 toss slender or you might say skinny left-hander a native of houston went to high school here and making the Friday night start for his hometown team. So around the infield, the Owls will have Long at third, Gallo at short, Hoyle at second, Garibay at first with Garza behind the plate. Then Shoshan will be in left field, Walsh in center field, Antonio Cruz will play right field. 335 down each line, 400 to straightaway center field. Breeze out of the south-southeast at 12 miles an hour. And the way the ballpark is situated here, that will help balls hit to left and left center. The uh, sun field here will be left field. So the third baseman shortstop and left fielder will be affected somewhat by the sun until uh, the sun goes down. Here's Fausto Lopez to lead it off for the Raiders. First pitch of the game is in for call strike and we're underway at 6.33 on a Friday afternoon. Perfect night for baseball in Houston. Shaw with the pitch and Lopez takes it a bit low. Four ball one. Bob Howard is the home plate umpire Sean Arthur is at first, and Phil Cundell is the third base umpire. One ball, one strike to Lopez, leading it off here in the first inning. Takes a strike call, the breaking ball caught the inside corner. Excellent uh, location for us behind home plate, although we're a little farther back than normal. But we can see all the field with the exception of the left field corner. It's kind of blocked off from our view. Pitch comes low and inside to Lopez for ball two. Two balls, two strikes. The Raiders are in the third base dugout here at Reckland Park. And their bullpen down the left field line. Two balls, two strikes to Lopez. Leading it off here in the first inning. We are just underway. Glad to have you with us on the Blue Raider Network. The pitch, Lopez fouls it away up on the screen. I don't think I'm in any danger being hit by a foul ball here. There's a a nice big screen. That will take care of most of the foul balls hit back this way. Two and two the count. Lopez hitting 292 on the season. That's from the right side. Takes the pitch inside for ball three. So it's a full count to Lopez. He leads the team and bases on balls. He has walked 22 times this season, which is uh, good for a leadoff batter. The pitch, swing and a miss. Got him on an inside fastball and Lopez goes down swinging. That is out number one here in the first inning. Shaw picks up a strikeout and the batter will be JT Mabry. One, JT Mabry. Mabry had a big series in Miami last weekend. Uh, that was uh, the Friday night game. One week ago tonight, he had the 6-4-6 game. Right-handed batter stands in as upped his batting average to 291 on the season. Pitch low inside. Ball one to Mabry. back to the mound. Got by the pitcher. Coach uh, Tolman mentioned on the pregame interview we did that uh, they had put a lot of water on this field today. They watered it down good before the game just a little while ago. The pitch to Mabry has swung on and missed. One after a high fastball. One ball and one strike. You could tell by the uh, way the Raiders... Infielders were reacting that to practice last night that uh, this was a rock-hard infield. There's a ball line, base hit down the left field line. Carum's off the tarp holder, and Mabry's on his way to second. He'll come in there sliding with a double. That ball almost hit the line, may have hit the line down the left field side. It was lined Three, over third base. So JT with his 12th double of the season is at second with one out. And the batter for the Raiders is Jackson Galloway. Galloway comes in at 350. He is the leading hitter for Middle Tennessee. Seven home runs, 26 runs batted in for the right hand hitting Galloway. Mabry in scoring position at second base with one out. We're in the top of the first inning just underway in Houston. Shaw, the big tall left-hander, ready to work. And the pitch is low and inside. Backed him away, ball one. So Shaw is 6'7". His mound opponent tonight, Peyton Wigginton, also a tall lefty at 6'4". One ball, no strikes. Mabry leads at second. The pitch grounded foul down the third base side. One and one. There's a huge amount of foul territory between the baselines and the dugouts. It narrows considerably when you get down close to the bullpens to almost zero. But if the ball is fouled anywhere close to the dugouts, uh, they've got a lot of room there. Bow back to the screen. The count will go to one and two on Galloway. These dugouts do not have any fence, protected fence, in front of the dugouts. They are wide open, and I noticed down the third base side, the Raiders are all standing on the top step of the dugout. If a ball is fouled over that way, somebody's going to have to get out of the way in a hurry. Pitch is swung on, hit down the right field line. Mabry will tag up, but that is a foul ball, and that's over into the bullpen down the right field line. There's no foul uh, territory that way. Maybe three feet from the way the fence angles out to the bullpen. Just very little foul ground. But a lot of foul ground in front of the dugouts and even farther down the, uh, the foul lines toward the bullpens. One ball and two strikes, the count to Galloway. Mabry, the runner at second base with one out. We're in the top of the first inning. Shaw, the left-hander, out of the stretch. And the pitch is swung on, popped up into foul ground, and that's going to get into the, well, it'll be stopped by the screen. I thought it was going into the grandstand. A lot of kids here tonight. Always good to see youngsters at the ballpark. They're scattered around all over the grandstand. One ball and two strikes the count. JT Mabry with a double down at second base. One out. And Shaw turns, looks the runner back to second. No throw made. So we'll do it all over again. Galloway steps out. Settles himself in the batter's box as Shaw comes set. And the 1-2 pitch. Swung on in this. Got him with a high fastball. Second strikeout for Shaw here in the first inning. Shaw had recorded 22 strikeouts in 30 innings prior to this game. So two outs, Mabry still at second, and Wyatt Morgan, the designated hitter, will stand in. He's the only left-handed bat in the lineup tonight against the left-hander, Shaw. Morgan hitting 3-12. Had a good series with the bat in Miami last weekend. So the Raiders need a two-out hit and a strike call to Morgan, nothing
6: in one.
3: first
1: time. I mean, I've, I've never been to the school. Wyatt Morgan waiting for the one-strike pitch. And here it comes. It's hit into right center field, but the center fielder's got a beat on it. <laughs> Moving back a couple of steps and over. Connor Walsh makes the grab for out number three. That will do it for the Raiders in the first inning. No runs, one hit. They strand a runner in scoring position. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Middle Tennessee nothing, and Rice coming to bat on the Blue Raider
11: Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered from Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies I've got that covered too buying selling or auction here in middle Tennessee not a problem either call on me Richard Lewis for all of your real estate dreams oh by the way I'm never too busy for any of your referrals exit Realty Bob Lamb & Associates 615-896-5656 <laughs>
0: You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS.
1: And we go to the bottom half of
0: inning number one.
1: Left-hander Peyton Wigginton, making his 10th start of the season. Five and four with a 4.14 earn run average. This is his 18th appearance, 10th start. 67 of the third innings. He's allowed 79 hits. 31 earned runs, has given up 8 home runs, has walked 11, and struck out 56, opponents hitting 295 against the left-hander Peyton Wigginton, making his first start since the Saturday game in the USTA series in Murfreesboro, and Wigginton did not fare well in that game when uh, four and two-thirds innings gave up eight runs on 12 hits. So he hopes for a better outing here. He has been used in relief since that start against uh, UTSA. Here is Connor Walsh to lead it off for the Rice Owls. He is the center fielder, right-handed hitter, 241 average on the season. Wiginton's first pitch, a fastball right in there for a strike, nothing and one. lefty delivers just missed and it's one ball and one strike to walsh wigginton will not overpower you he will throw in the high 80s there's a ball lined on one hop to lopez makes a nice one-hand stab over the first in time for out number one that ball was hit sharply right at Fausto Lopez, but he had to react extremely quickly, and that's one that you you either catch or it goes right by you for a hit. He short-hopped it, made the throw to first, out number one. This is Pierce Gallo, the shortstop. Gallo hitting 267, a right-handed batter. There will be only one left-handed hitter in the Rice batting order against Peyton Wigginton. Gallo stands in from the right side, hits a ball up the middle. Lopez has it behind the bag at second, over the first in time. So Fausto Lopez has retired the first two batters. A more difficult play on the first batter. This was a routine ground ball near the bag at second the Lopez was able to field and throw Gallo out at first so two up two down in the first and the batter is Guy Garibay he's the first baseman and the only left-handed hitter in their lineup pitch is a strike at the letters nothing in one they do have one switch hitter in the lineup but we assume he will bat right-handed against the lefty Garibay hitting 296 on the year and looks at a pitch just inside. Four ball, one. One ball, one strike. Garibay with six home runs for the Owls. Wigginton with a 1-1 count. Delivers. Strike. Caught the outside corner. One and two. Raiders in their road gray uniforms the opening game here that ball hit into left center field and curving away from Dillingham but he makes a running catch in left center field that ball curving away from the center fielder Galloway did a good job backing up he was right there in case the ball dropped but Dillingham with a running catch four out number three that will retire the side three up three down in the first inning Nothing to cross, we'll go to the second inning. It's Middle Tennessee nothing, Bryce nothing Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
13: Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities.
7: Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous.
14: My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm gonna bury him. In. My son, Overdosed at the age of 22 years old.
7: Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov/
0: rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNs, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we we'll
1: go to the second inning in a scoreless game. Other games around Conference USA tonight. Marshall is playing at Old Dominion. Charlotte at Florida Atlantic. Western Kentucky at Louisiana Tech. UTSA is at Southern Miss. Southern Miss will be here. Well, not here. They'll be in Murfreesboro next weekend. Actually, that's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday three-game series at Reese Smith Field. Here's briggs Rudder to lead off the second inning for the Raiders. Shaw with the first pitch to Rudder. It's up high for ball one. briggs Rudder, normally a catcher, has been uh, at first base recently. 276 average. I think Coach Tillman likes to have his bat in there, along with Mason Spears. Pitch backs him away inside. Ball two, two and oh. Rice on the year, only 9-21 and here in their home park. It's been a rough first year for the first-year manager, Jose Cruz Jr. Pitch, swung on line to center field. That's a base hit. Good start for the second inning for the Raiders as Rudder takes one right up the middle. And with nobody out, Brett Coker will be the batter. Coker coming off a uh, three-hit game against Tennessee Tech on Tuesday up his uh, season average to 280. Three home runs, 27 driven in for the native of Hendersonville. Rudder short lead at first, and the left-hander's pitch skied down the right field line. That is going to be out of play. They have a building called the Roost just past the right field grandstand, which I think must be uh, for uh, boosters and probably concessions in there. A lot of kids out there around that building. Then they're indoor batting cages on farther down as Coker fouls this pitch away, and he's behind in the count 0-2. On the side of their indoor batting cages, they have the uh, notation that uh, Rice was the 2003 national champion. Here's the pitch. Swung on, hit into center field and deep. Center fielder back, looks up. It's over his head. Here comes Rudder to third. They will wave him as the ball was a little bit late getting in. And the Raiders will have an early lead. And that is a two-base hit for Coker. Second double of the game for the Raiders off Shaw. And it is one to nothing. Raiders here in the first inning. That ball just kept traveling. The center fielder I thought was going to get a bead on it, Walsh, but it was over his head and off the wall in deep center field. So for Coker, his 10th double of the season, drives in a run, and it's one to nothing. Hit number two, run number one off Shaw. Catcher Garza out to have a word with his pitcher batter will be Eston Snyder, the right fielder. Snyder carries a 327 average into the game. He broke into the starting lineup in the Marshall series and uh, haven't been able to get him out of there since. He's just hit very well. Snyder in two games in uh, Miami last weekend, hit for the cycle. As a matter of fact, home run, triple, double, single in that order. He had the home run, triple, and double in the, uh, I believe that was the Friday night game. Pitches a strike. Count goes to one and one on Eston Snyder. Actually he had the home run triple and a single in the extra inning game on Friday and then came back with a double in his first at bat on Saturday. Snyder swings and misses handcuffed on an inside pitch. Count will go to one and two. So the Raiders with a leadoff single followed by Coker's double have a run on the board. Ball is lined in the right field. That is a base hit. Coker will hold at third as the throw comes in. You know, they did not put that run up when Rutter came in to score and I don't know why. They have the hits correct, but the score is one to nothing. So we're gonna have to check on that. They don't have any outs up in the inning. So I don't know what happened. Snyder with a base hit. Runners at first and now they've put the run up. Runners at first and third, they were just late putting it up. There's a the ball fouled off his fist over by the Rice dugout down the first base side. One strike The count to Mason Spears. So a leadoff single by Rutter, a double by Coker to score a run, and then Snyder single to right. First and third, nobody out. Spears standing in, and went for an outside pitch, didn't get it. Nothing and two. That was an off-speed pitch. Had his timing off a little bit. Nothing and two, the count to Spears. Runners at the corners, no outs here in the second inning. Raiders on top, one to nothing. Runner on first goes, the pitch swung on and missed and no throw to second. Spears struck out on a high fastball, I think perhaps swinging to protect the runner. Catcher Garza dropped the ball, did not make a throw, so that will be a stolen base for Snyder. So now second and third with one out. Two runners in scoring position. Shaw gets his third strikeout and the batter is Brian Dillingham. Raiders leading one to nothing here in inning number two. Pitch to Dillingham is bunted, foul. Raiders trying to squeeze one home. One strike to Dillingham. Brian hitting 250. Basto Lopez waiting to hit next. 2nd and 3rd with 1 out here in the 2nd inning. 3 straight hits to open the inning. 1st baseman is playing in on the grass against Dillingham. And the pitch is swung on, fouled out of play. The count is 0-2. That will back the 1st baseman up a little bit. Outfield just about straight away. Who strikes the count to Dillingham? Strike three call on the outside corner. Dillingham looked at an off-speed pitch call, strike two, or strike three, and that is out two in the inning. Fourth strikeout for Shaw. And with two outs, the batter is Fausto Lopez. Strikeout victim on a 3-2 pitch to open the game in the first inning. Poker at third, Snyder at second. Pitches a fastball outside to Lopez. Ball one. Center fielder moves over a little bit into left center. Shaw, the left-hander, comes set, and the pitch to the plate. Misses inside ball two. So he's fallen behind Lopez, two strikes, or two balls, no strikes. <inaudible> Raiders trying to chase off another run or two here in the second inning as they lead one to nothing. Runners second and third with two outs. And Shaw with the pitch, swung on, hit high in the air to left. That ball is deep, but not deep enough. The left fielder on the warning track will make the grab for out number three. Lopez sent Ben Shoshan back to the warning track to haul in his long fly ball, but that'll do it for the Raiders. In the second inning, one run, three hits, two left. We'll go to the bottom of the second. Middle Tennessee, one, Rice, nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
9: Light it up, Blue Raiders.
0: The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports, WGNS. The Raiders lead at one to nothing.
1: Go to the bottom of the second inning. Let's pause 10 for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. Here's Wigginton's first pitch, and it's over but low for ball one to Austin Bullman. He is the designated hitter, right-handed batter, 276, nine home runs. Takes the pitch high for ball two, two and zero. Oh. Wigginton, a fast worker, he gets the ball back, and he's ready to send it back for the next pitch. Two balls and no strikes. There's a ball hit to left field, Galloway going back on the warning track, reaches up and makes the grab for out number one. That ball hit well and Galloway had to angle toward the bullpen a bit and caught it on the warning track. So the last out in the second inning, first out in the bottom of the second inning, both deep to left field on the warning track. One out in the second. The batter is Antonio Cruz, the right fielder. Swings and grounds this one foul over by the Raider dugout. And <laughs> quick as a cat, Nagishi out of the dugout to glove it. And keep it from uh, going into the Raider dugout. One strike to count to Cruz. Left-hander Wigginton with the pitch outside, ball one. Antonio Cruz, a native of Houston, six-footer, 200 pounds, a junior. His dad is the head coach. Swung on, hit high in the air down the right field line. Long run for Snyder, rudder back. However, it'll be Mabry to make the call, and he'll make the catch. So still a little foul ground out there. That was before you got to the uh, corner where the fence juts straight out. And Holding the uh, baseman, bullpen, so Cruz fouls out to Mabry down the right field line for out number two. Two down, the batter is Justin Long, the third baseman, 236 hitter, and Wickenden deals to him a swing and a miss. One after a high fastball, nothing than one. The count. Wigginton has retired five in a row to open the game. Basketball misses outside, one and one to Long. Justin Long out of uh, Kingwood, Texas. It's a grounder foul down the third base side. One ball and two strikes. A lot of players in the state of Texas, a lot of players in the city of Houston, the Houston area. Shouldn't really have to go out of town to recruit uh, very much in this job. There's a ground ball to the left side, backhanded by Lopez. Throw to first is in time for the out. And a one, two, three second inning. Wigginton sets the side down in order for the second straight inning. Nothing across. We've completed two full innings. It is Middle Tennessee one rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
15: At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com.
10: It's just a few cocktails at happy hour.
8: There
0: aren't any cops around.
8: After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal.
10: It was just
13: a few drinks.
12: I'm good.
8: Hey, I can hold my liquor.
13: I drink and drive all the time.
7: you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.
0: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. And we go to the
1: third inning. Raiders leading one to nothing. Just heard from a good friend, Tony Kessinger sent a text message from Melbourne, Florida. He's listening to the game tonight. For the Raiders, it will be JT Mabry to lead it off in the third. Raiders got three straight hits to open the second inning and scored. The only run of the game and left two runners in scoring position. Mabry doubled in the first inning. He was left stranded at second base. Left-hander Shaw with the pitch, swung on, lined in the left field, of base hit. He continues to swing a hot bat. Mabry two for two, double and a single, Line that one past the shortstop Gallo into the left field. That's hit number five off Shaw. Batters Jackson Galloway, who struck out in the first inning. So the Raiders put the first man on here in the third. Galloway, a right handed batter, takes the pitch in there for a strike. Nothing in one. Playing him straight away in the outfield. Second baseman shaded a bit toward second base and the shortstop deep in the hole. Runner goes. Check swing. The throws off the mark. And that is a stolen base for Mabry. So he's at second base now. Pitch was a strike. So it's 0-2 on Galloway. So Mabry back at second base with nobody out. 0-2 on Galloway. Here's the left-hander. Does not pitch. Turns and looks the runner back to second. For Mabry, that was his 15th stolen base in 18 attempts. He leads the Raiders in that department. Lights have been on here since uh, before the first pitch, although we still got plenty of daylight. Pitch is low. One ball and two strikes to Galloway. Wyatt Morgan waiting to hit next. Players from both teams on the the top step of the, the open dugouts. There's no fence in front of the dugouts. Here's the 1 2 pitch, and Galloway struck out swinging. <laughs> Galloway down on strikes for the second time in the game. And strikeout number five for Shaw. With one out, the batter's Wyatt Morgan. does hitter, Wyatt Morgan. He flied to center in the first inning. Kids who are part of that choral group that sang the national anthem were seated down to our left right below us in the grandstand they did a great job a lot of kids here at the ballpark tonight some of them actually watching the game long delay before Shaw pitches to Morgan for some reason. Now he's ready. And the pitch to the plate. Fouled off his fist. One strike to count. Morgan hitting 3-12 coming in. He's the DH tonight. Also plays first base. The only left-handed hitter in the lineup against the left-hander Shaw. And the pitch is an off-speed pitch at the letters, strike two. So Shaw out in front, two strikes. Mabry at second base and scoring position. And now Morgan asks for time, steps out of the box. The middle infielders adjust to the left-handed hitter with the second baseman moving into the hole on the right side and the shortstop playing behind the runner. Trying to hold him close near the bag at second. Here's the two-strike pitch, and he had a fly ball down the right field side might be playable it will be playable for the first baseman. takes it in foul ground and morgan fouls out for out number two two down in the third inning it's going to be up to briggs rudder rudder led off the second inning with a single and has scored the only run of the game he was driven in by coker Runner, right-handed batter with an open stance. Shaw checks the runner at second. Pitch to Rudders, hide outside, ball one. One to nothing Raiders. We're in the top of the third inning. Mabry at second in scoring position with two outs. And the pitch to the plate. Misses outside, ball two. So Shaw is behind on the count to Rudder, Two balls, no strikes. 6.30 start for this game tonight. Crowd settling in. Few still coming in. Here's Shaw with the pitch and misses outside ball three. Three and oh. There are some folks sitting on a uh, a little hill or berm outside the right field fence. Taking it easy, spread a blanket, bring a little picnic lunch, enjoy the ball game. There are also bleachers in deep left center field which have a few folks in them. There's a strike. To Rudder, three and one. Black poles, three of them, are in left center field. Old Glory, waving in the breeze, went out of the south at about twelve. Here's the three-one. Rudder takes ball four was outside, and the Raiders have runners at first and second with two outs. That is the first walk of the game.
0: Bert Mason, Bert and the Coker. batter will
1: be Brett Coker, who doubled on a two-strike pitch in the second inning. Two outs, runners first and second. Coker at 280. That's the highest average he's had all season the pitch. Swing and a line drive. That's a base hit. Mabry rounding third. He's going to score. Rudder's on his way. The ball went all the way to the wall. Rudder's going to score and Coker will stop at second with his second straight double and the Raiders lead it by a score of three to nothing. Rudder scoring all the way from first base as that ball Got in the gap and went all the way to the left field wall. Right field Back-to-back doubles by Coker. And the Raiders on top three to nothing. RBI number, let's see, got one in the second inning, was 28. RBIs number 29 and 30. For Brett Coker, he leads the team in that department. With two outs, the batter is Eston Snyder. Takes a strike on the outside corner. Snyder single to right field in the second inning. So the Raiders still with a runner in scoring position. Coker at second with two outs. Shaw comes set and the pitch. Over but low. Ball one. Snyder, a freshman from Franklin, played at Page High School. As we mentioned earlier, he was inserted into the lineup in the Marshall Series, and he has continued to hit. He has continued to play, starting in right field. Off-speed pitch, misses high, ball two. Two and one. Shaw mixes in some off-speed pitches, but the Raiders... uh, Hits, for the most part, have been off his fastball. Two balls, one strike to Snyder. The pitch checked his swing and took ball three low on inside. Spears waiting to hit next. Raiders leading three to nothing. We're in the top of the third. Left-hander checks the runner at second. And the 3-1 pitch, strike two call. So a full count now for Snyder, three and two. Seen a few Blue Raider fans here. Seated over near the visitors dugout down the third base side. Full count, three and two. The pitch is swung on line to left field. That ball is caught. <laughs> Snyder hit it solidly to left field and the left fielder, Ben Shoshan, made a running catch moving toward the foul line. So that is all in the third, but the Raiders swinging and advance early in this game, pick up two runs, there were two hits and one man left. We will go to the bottom of the third inning, Middle Tennessee three, rice nothing on the Blue Raider network from Learfield.
0: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the
1: third inning, bottom third of the Rice batting order: Garza, then Shoshan and Hoyle it's face left-hander Peyton Wigginton, who has retired the side in order in each of the first two innings. Always good to see uh, my good friend J.P. Heath. The Rice broadcaster in the booth right next door. There's a swing of the ground ball, left side, deep in the hole, Lopez has it, long throw to first, in time for the out. Good pickup by briggs Rudder at first base. And that is out number one, one pitch, one out. Here in the third. Floor, ben is Ben Shoshan, the left fielder. He is a native Houston, native off Houston, a freshman. That's from the right side. Pitch to him is a strike on the outside corner, nothing and one. Wigginton delivers, bit high, one ball, one strike. One out in the third, Raiders on top, three nothing. Opening game of a three-game series here in Houston on the Rice campus. The pitch, swing and a miss. Fool him. that pitch, and it's one and two. Then Shoshan steps out. Now back in there against the left-hander Wigginson and hit a ground ball up the middle, charged by Lopez. Quick throw to first, and he just got him. Lopez had a little trouble... Getting the ball out of his glove, but got it to rudder in time for the put out on Ben Shoshan for the second out. Two away. This is the number nine hitter Johnny Hoyle, the second baseman. Stands in at 241 on the year. Wigginton's first pitch, a swing and a miss, strike one. Peyton has retired eight in a row. Swung on, fouled back behind the plate. And Wigginton out in front, two strikes. Wiginton making his first Friday night start of the season. Zach Keenan had started 12 straight on Friday night for the Raiders. Here's the pitch. High for ball one, one, and two. Coach Toman mentioned the, in our interview before the game that some of the Raiders' pitchers were having some physical problems, so we hope everything's going to be okay. That ball's hit into left center field. Dillingham on a long run. He will make a run and catch. And that is out number three. Three up three down in the third nothing across we have completed three innings totals for the Raiders three runs six hits no errors for Bryce no runs no hits no errors three to nothing Raiders as we go to the fourth inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield this isn't
7: your regular cola so this isn't your regular cola ad this is nitro pepsi the first cola ever infused with nitrogen Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi.
16: Smooth, creamy, delicious.
0: The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS.
1: We go to the fourth inning on this Friday the thirteenth in Houston, Texas. I know some of you like uh, like these little major league tidbits we throw in from time to time. Uh, on May the thirteenth in nineteen eleven, the Giants score 13 runs in the bottom of the first inning in a 19-5 win over the Cardinals. They scored a record 10 times before the first batter was retired. That was at the Polo Grounds in New York. Fred Merkel had six hits, including a three-run inside the park home run for the Giants in that uh, big first inning. Here is Mason Spears to lead off the fourth for the Raiders. Spears takes the first pitch for ball one. Struck out back in the second inning. swinging and a miss and the count goes to one and one. Spears hitting 284 on the season. Eight home runs. Had a home run in the FIU series last weekend. One ball, one strike. And he hit a fly ball to right field, right fielder over. He's going to be close to that bullpen fence, but he makes a running catch in fair territory. Spears, splashed to right right for the first down. Here is Brian Dillingham was called out on strikes in the second inning. Dillingham, the number nine hitter, will be followed by Fausto Lopez. Raiders leading 3-0. We're in the top of the fourth. Here's the pitch, and it swung on, hit into right center, shallow, and it's going to drop for a base hit. Dillingham drops it in front of the right fielder, Cruz. He is at first with one out. And for the Raiders, that is their seventh hit of the game. Lopez will hit for the third time. He has struck out and fly deep to left. Fausto with a 2.92 average entering the game. Dillingham short lead and draws a throw from Shaw. Dillingham pretty good speed. He can steal a base. Raiders coming into the game, 71 stolen bases on the season. Mabry got number 72 in the third inning. Here's the pitch to the plate. It's a strike call to Lopez, nothing and one. There goes Dillingham and the throw to second is too high. Dillingham steals it. So O'Brien gets his fifth stolen base of the season. Raiders second of the game. Raiders by far leading the league in stolen bases at least in conference games. They had 41 coming into this game in 24 games. Two more tonight. Now Dillingham is at second. A 1-1 count to Lopez is taken for strike two. So the Raiders have had a runner or runners in scoring position in every inning. They've been able to capitalize on three occasions. Lead it three to nothing. One ball, two strikes to Lopez. Dillingham at second. And the pitch is swung on and popped up. Behind the plate, catcher Garza back. That one's gonna hit up on the screen. Comes off the screen and the bat boy for Rice makes a nice catch. One and two the count. JT Mabry waiting to hit next. And he has been swinging a hot bat recently. Check of the runner at second. And the pitch to Lopez, swung on line to right field, sending Cruz back, but he's going to be there and make the catch, Dillingham tags. He's going to go to third after the catch. So Lopez flies to right, but Dillingham tags up After the catch and advances over to third, he is there for JT Mabry. Mabry doubled in the first inning, singled and scored in the third. And now a runner in scoring position with two outs for the Raiders. Here's the pitch to Mabry, jumps on that first pitch, hits it to right, sends Cruz on a long run, dives and no, he did not make the catch. Mabry will wind up at second base and a run is in. Cruz dove for the ball as he was headed toward the bullpen fence, but the ball came out. That will be a double and a run batted in for Mabry, who is now three for three. So give JT and RBI his 15th of the season and it's four to nothing. Here's Jackson Galloway, who has struck out twice in the game. Left-hander Shaw with the pitch, outside ball one to Galloway. David Shaw, a freshman Making his third start of the season, he's a native of Houston. Checks the runner at second. And the pitch. Galloway swings and misses. One ball, one strike. Second baseman moved over near the nearer the bag at second. The pitch, outside ball two, two and one. Raiders got a run in the second inning, two in the third. They've added one in the fourth for a four nothing lead. Two balls and a strike to Galloway. And the pitch is a strike on the inside corner. Two and two. Shaw comes set. Runner leads at second. All three is outside, full count. JT Mabry the runner at second. After his third straight hit and second double of the game, bulk out three and two, and now Shaw backs off the pitching surface. Callaway backs out of the box. A three-two count. Here's the left-hander's pitch. Popped up foul. Let's see if anybody's got a play. Garza, catcher back near the screen. He's got it for out number three. A lot of room behind home plate also, and Galloway fouls out to the catcher Garza for the third out. That's all in the fourth, but the Raiders pick up a run on two hits. Strand a runner. We'll go to the bottom of the 4th, Middle Tennessee 4, Rice nothing on the
0: Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
10: It's just a few cocktails at happy hour.
0: There aren't any cops
8: around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal.
10: It was just a few
13: drinks. I'm good.
12: Hey, I can hold my liquor.
17: I drink and drive all
13: the time.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. And we go to the bottom
1: half of the fourth inning. Raiders leading four to nothing. It will be Connor Walsh to lead off for the Owls. Lead off batters grounded to short in the first inning. In fact, that's the uh, hardest ball that's been hit by Rice off Peyton Wiggins. And that was a sharp one-hopper that Castell-Lopez made a good play on First pitch is a strike. Nothing and one to Walsh. Just missed outside. One ball, one strike. Wigginton with the pitch. Hit into right center field. Snyder back on the warning track. Reaches up. And... Did he catch the ball? I think he did. He hit the wall and it came out of his glove as he came down, but he had, he made the catch. And that is out number
14: one.
1: It's a good play by Snyder. When he hit the wall down uh, in front of the scoreboard about the 375 mark, had the ball. It came out as he hit the ground it is ruled an out. That's 10 in a row, retired by Wigginton. The batter is Gallo, the shortstop. He also grounded out to Lopez in the first inning. Wigginton's pitch, a strike call, nothing and one. Pitch low, four ball, one, one ball, one strike to Pierce Gallo. Sophomore out of Marietta, Georgia. Transfer from Clemson. Lines it in the center on a short hop to Mabry. Makes the play to first for out number two. Two up, two down in the fourth. Short hopped by Mabry. That ball was headed to center field. Mabry made a good defensive play on it. So two up, two down in the fourth. Here is the first baseman, Garabay. applied to center in the first. Left-handed hitter. Pitch to him, line to left field, a base hit. And there is the... First hit and the first base runner in the game for the Owls. Garibay took Wiggenden's first pitch, hit it the other way into left field for a base hit. And with two outs, the batter is Austin Bowman, the designated hitter, a senior. Bowman played a year in uh, at a Division II school, Shippensburg University in Pennsylvania. There's a strike on the inside corner. He then transferred to Wake Tech, which is a junior college in Raleigh, North Carolina, and came to Rice in the COVID season, 2020. There's a foul down the left side. The count is 0-2 to Bullman Started all of their games in that shortened season. Then last year, full season hit 270 with seven home runs for the Owls. Two strikes to count. Bowman, oh, pitch very close. Wigan had already started to the dugout when it was called ball one, one and two. Garibay, the runner at first with two outs. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning. The pitch. Outside ball two, two and two. Rice with their first base runner of the game. Garibay, who singled. Down at first base. Greater left-hander comes set and the two-two pitch. Down the right field line. That one is going to be out of play into the Rice bullpen. Snyder made a long run with two outs. The runner at first was moving. He will trudge back to first base. Austin Bullman back in the box. Two and two the count. Wigginton comes set. And the 2-2 pitch. That got away from Rutter. That was in the dirt. I thought hit him down around the foot at first, but uh, somehow he avoided getting hit. That will be a wild pitch. That will send Garibay to second base and fill up the count at three and two. First to batter that Wigginton's had a three ball count on. Bull count, three and two. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed. Struck him out and Wigginton has his first strikeout of the game in the same inning. Rice gets their first hit of the game. So for the Owls no runs, one hit, and one man left. We have completed four full innings, Middle Tennessee
17: four, Rice nothing on the
1: Blue Raider Network from (laughs) Learfield.
0: You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS.
1: And we go to the fifth inning. Raiders leading four to nothing. Opening game of a three-game series here in Houston. Game two will be tomorrow afternoon at two o'clock. And it is uh, supposed to be hot. In fact, near record temperatures predicted for tomorrow here uh, in the 90s. And then the Sunday game, will be at noon. So we'll have uh, hot weather for the next two afternoons. I know it's been uh, trending that way back home also. For the Raiders, Wyatt Morgan leads off here in the fifth and takes the first pitch low and inside for ball one. It was 89 at game time this evening at 6.30. Morgan has flied out and fouled out. There's ball two outside. Two balls, no strikes to the Raiders DH. Wyatt Morgan. David Shaw, the left-hander, making his third start of the season. Morgan out of the state of Kansas, Lenexa, Kansas, and Johnson County Community College. There's ball three down low. He and Galloway played together at Johnson County. Raiders got two good ones when they recruited those two. Three balls, no strikes. Pitch to Morgan. He's taken all the way, all four. So a leadoff walk here in the fifth inning. Second walk given up by Shaw.
17: And the batter will be Briggs-Rutter.
1: He's been on base twice and scored twice. Singled in the second inning as the leadoff batter walked and scored in the third. Time call, will have a visit to the mound. And they are going to make a pitching change. So Rice will be sending in a new pitcher from the bullpen. We will pause and tell you about the new pitcher when we come back. And you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
2: The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post.
7: This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Ah, this is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy,
0: delicious. The Blue Raiders play here, WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna.
1: Starting pitcher Shaw removed after four innings and one batter in the fifth. New pitcher will be a right-hander, Alex DeLeon. He is a senior, DeLeon, out of Lago Vista, Texas making his 18th appearance he has started eight games three and four record with a 6.89 earned run average in 48 innings he's allowed 64 hits 37 earned runs He's allowed eight home runs opponents hitting 3 11 against the right-hander de leon morgan the runner at first Briggs, run of the batter takes a strike called in the first pitch so Shaw goes four innings plus one batter in the fifth. He has allowed four runs on eight hits. Has walked two and struck out five. And he is responsible for the runner at first. There's strike two to Rudder. Nothing in two to Briggs runner. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Runner down on strikes. So DeLeon comes in, strikes out the first batter he faces. And with one out, the batter is Brett Coker. Doubled in the second, doubled again in the third. He's driven in three runs of the total of four that the Raiders have, And now with 30 RBIs on the season, leads the team. First pitch to him, low and outside, ball one. Morgan who walked is the runner at first with one out. Outside ball two to Coker. Raiders have only three home games remaining. That will be the three game series against the league leading Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. Thursday, Friday, Saturday of next week. There's a line shot foul on the right side, and the count will go to two and one on Coker. Pitch to him again fouled off to the right. Count two and two. Raiders seeing a little bit more heat from this pitcher than they did from the starter Shaw. Two balls, two strikes, the count to Coker. And the pitch. Swung on down the left field line. That is a foul ball. Just foul. Coker made a bid for his third straight double. The ball hit down the left field line. But just outside the line. So he will return to home plate. Plate on fire. Hands him his bat. And... Yeah. He will step back in there with a two and two count. Morgan leads at first with one out. Swung on, ground ball to third. They're gonna go to second, out there, over to first and safe. Good speed down the line from Coker, avoids the double play. They get Morgan on the force play at second base. 5-4 5-4 for the second out. Coker on the fielder's choice is at first with two down, and the batter is Eston Snyder. And now, I think Coker was stepped off first base. Something happened, and he's called out. So the inning is over. No runs, no hits, nobody left. Halfway home in this game, it is the Raiders 4. Rice nothing of the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: the flagship station for Blue Raider sports, WGNS.
1: So we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. I uh, went next door to see what happened on that last out in the fifth inning and they had called interference on Morgan for the slide to second base on the hit by Coker, the ball hit by Coker, so that does wind up to be a double play. They did get to force at second, and then they called interference on Morgan sliding in. So that took Coker off the bag, and that was the third out. Here is Antonio Cruz to lead off the fifth inning for the Owls take strike one from Peyton Wigginton. Next pitch is swung on and missed and it's 0-2. Raiders leading four to nothing. We are in the bottom of the fifth. The 0-2 pitch swung on, grounded to third, but it's foul just outside the line balls two strikes Raiders did not put up too much of a protest on that call and to be honest with you I was looking down at the scorebook putting Coker at first base on a fielder's choice when everybody started walking to the dugouts so we did get uh, clarification on that pitch is low and outside to Cruz one ball and two strikes Cruz, Long, and Garza here in the fifth inning, scheduled to face Peyton Wigginton. The one-two pitch just missed a little bit high. Two-and-two. Two. Peyton has been right around the plate since the very first batter. Two balls, two strikes. Left-hander winds and fires low and inside ball three. Uh, This is the second straight batter now that he's had a 3-2 count on. He struck Bowman out to end the fourth inning on a 3-2 pitch. This one is low for ball four. That is a rare walk given up by Wigginson. who had walked only 11 batters in 67 innings coming into the game.
14: The third baseman, Justin.
1: And now with the leadoff man on, the batter is the third baseman, Long. He grounded to Lopez at short in the second inning. Justin Long, a right-handed batter. Cruz, the runner at first. The pitch, fouled out of play to the right. One strike, the count. Wigginton deals, one on and miss. No balls, two strikes to Long. Cruz, who walked, is at first base. Raiders on top, four to nothing. We're in the bottom of the fifth inning. A swing and a miss. And Long is down on strikes for out number one. So the last three Rice batters have been strikeout, wrong strikeout. Second strikeout for Peyton. Runner at first, one out for Manny Garza, the catcher. He grounded to Lopez in the second inning. Here's the pitch. all speed and missed a little bit high. Ball one. Lopez has been busy. He has had one, two, three, four, five assists so far in the game. And we're just in the fifth inning. On it goes, throw to second. Uh, it's a bit high, but in time. Cruz is out at second base. Spears got away with a high throw. But Cruz was out by two, three feet, sliding into second. So score that. Two to four for the putout, and there's a strike call to Garza. Two balls and a strike. Two outs now in the fifth. Nobody on the pitch. Just missed outside. The count will go to three and one. Wigginton ready to work. Swung on, fouled, out of play. And what do you know, we've got another three two count. But now with two outs and the bases empty. Wigginson the 3-2 pitch, and struck him out swinging. Back-to-back strikeouts, and that is all in the fifth. No runs, no hits, nobody left. We have completed five full innings. Middle Tennessee four, rice nothing on the Blue Raider network from
11: Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders. Thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo, cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, 615-896-5656.
0: Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS.
1: We go to the sixth inning and Raiders leading 4 to nothing. Uh, here's another little tidbit for you in 1954 in an 8 to 1 victory over the Reds at Connie Mack Stadium. Robin Roberts gives up a lead-off home run to third baseman Bobby Adams. The right-hander for the Phillies would then retire the next 27 batters in order. One of the most memorable games of his Hall of Fame career, Robin Roberts of the Phillies. That was in 1954 on May the 13th. Leading off the third of the order here in the sixth inning, it will be Eston Snyder to lead it off. Snyder swings and misses at the first pitch, strike one. He was going to be the batter with Coker at first and two outs in the fifth inning, but the, the runner, Morgan, was ruled, inter, interference was ruled on Morgan. So Snyder never got to the plate. Leads off with a base hit to right. On a one-strike count, his second hit of the game. And that is the first hit off the relief pitcher DeLeon. So Snyder at first base for the Raiders. That's hit number nine. And with nobody out the batter, Mason Spears. Has struck out and plied to right. Snyder, who can run. On at first base, the pitch, swing and a foul. Would not be surprised to see them send Snyder. They have already stolen two bases off the Bryce catcher Garza. One strike to count to Spears. Swing and a miss. And quickly it's 0-2 to the Raider catcher. Mason Spears. 284 on the season with eight home runs. 0-2 the count. High outside, ball one. Spears, a native of Westminster, Colorado, out of Iowa Western Community College. He's a senior, the runner goes, the pitch is high, and he's gonna be out at second. And the count will go to two and two on Spears as Snyder thrown out by Garza trying to steal. That'll be the first out. 2-2 to Spears, the pitch and Spears lines a base hit in the left field past the third baseman long. So back to back hits, but just uh, the one runner on base now as Snyder was thrown out trying to steal. Here is Dillingham. Bryant singled and scored in the fourth. He's one out of two. Spears the runner at first with one out. He will not be trying to steal, I predict. Strike call to Dillingham. De Leon, the right-hander with the pitch. Missed outside, one and one. De Leon came out of junior college McClennan Community College in Waco. There's a pitch fouled out of play and it's one and two. In the COVID year of 2020, he threw the most innings for Rice in that shortened season. 19 and two thirds innings, had three starts. A swing and a miss. Dillingham down on strikes for out number two. De Leon gets his second strikeout. And Pastor Lopez Lopez will stand in for the fourth time. Lopez has struck out, fly to left, fly to right. 0 for 3. Spears, the runner at first with two outs. Pitch. Just missed. Checked his swing. Ball one. Hander comes set and delivers. swinging a foul. On deck, hitter Mabry will chase it down. Toss it out of play. One ball and one strike. To Fausto Lopez. Lopez has a modest five-game hitting streak on the line. Takes the pitch outside. Ball two. Raiders got a run in the second inning, got two in the third and one in the fourth for their four to nothing advantage here. The pitch, swing and a miss. Two balls, two strikes to the Raiders shortstop. A native of Brooklyn, New York. Lopez moved to Florida when uh, he was in high school considers himself a Floridian now. Takes the pitch high for ball three. He had a large delegation of family in Miami for the series last weekend. Full count, three and two, the runner goes. Ball four is outside. So the Raiders have runners at first and second here in the sixth inning.
17: And the batter is J.T. Mabry.
1: Doubled in the first, singled in the third, doubled again in the fourth, three for three. His batting average is going to be, if it isn't already, right up there around the 300 mark, which is remarkable, considering he was down in the low 200s for most of the season. The pitch is low to Mabry, but called a strike. No balls, one strike. De Leon, the right hander Runners lead at first and second. Strike two call. Mabry not getting any fastballs on this at They have already seen him against fastballs. with hits in his first three at bats and slams this one to third, backhanded, and the third baseman, Long, with a good play, will pick it up, tag the bag at third for out number three. So Mabry's bid for a fourth straight hit, foiled on a good play by the third baseman, Long. It's gonna do it for the Raiders in the sixth. No runs. One hit. I'm sorry, no runs. Two hits. And two men left. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Middle Tennessee, four, wise nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
4: Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Cassis Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And
9: go Blue Raiders. Woo! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. I'm
10: Hello, you must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. Sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield.
16: SyncMyGame.com?
10: SyncMyGame.com.
0: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Murfreesboro, Smyrna.
1: And we move to the last of the sixth inning. Raiders We're leading four to nothing. It will be the number eight hitter, Jack. Shoshan, Shoshone to lead off for the Owls. Grounded it to Lopez in the third inning. 0 for 1. Stands in from the right side against the left-hander Wigginton, And the first pitch outside popped out of Spears' mitt. Ball one to Ben Shoshan. Shoshan. The pitch. Swing the ground ball to second. Maber had him played just right. Fires to first and that is out number one. Play goes second to first for the first out. And the batter is Hoyle. That's the seventh infield ground out that Wigginton has had in this game. We're in the sixth inning with one out. There's a bunt attempt by Hoyle, the number nine hitter. Fouled it off, nothing in one. He applied to center in the third. And as I recall, a good running catch by Dillingham on that play. There's a ground foul over by the Raider dugout. And there strike two to Hoyle. One out in the sixth inning. The pitch is high at outside. One and two. Left-hander Peyton Wigginton making his tenth start tonight. Deals and the pitch swung on, hit to center field. Dillingham coming in near the Rice logo in center field will make the catch for out number two. Two up and two down in the sixth. Leadoff batter is Connor Walsh. He's hit the ball hard twice, but out. On a Good play by Lopez to open uh, the Rice first inning. Lopez short hopped a low line drive and threw him out at first. Then he flied to right off the right. uh, That was the play that uh, Snyder caught the ball up against the wall and then lost it out of his glove when he hit the ground. So Walsh uh, swung the bat well tonight. Swings and fouls. This one out of play. Count goes to one and one on Connor Walsh. Sophomore out of Niceville, Florida. Transfer from Ole Miss. There is ball two. Two and one to Walsh. He's the center fielder for the Owls. And the leadoff batter, the pitch. Taken for a strike. Two balls, two strikes. Two outs, base is empty. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning. Raiders on top, four to nothing. The pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play down the right field line. Count holes at two and two. Lights have... been on since before the game, but they're starting to take effect here as darkness settling over the Houston area. Two balls, two strikes. Swing and a foul. And again, the count holds. Add a new supply of baseballs to the home plate umpire. 2-2. Two and two. Lickenden with a new baseball, ready to work. And the 2-2 pitch. Hit sharply to Lopez at short. He'll field it over the first in time for the out. And that's a 3-up, three 3-down, three 6-inning. Nothing across for the Owls. We have completed 6 full innings. Here's your line score for Middle Tennessee. Four runs, ten hits, no errors. And for Rice, no runs, one hit, no errors. Raiders lead it 4-0 as we go to the seventh on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
2: Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, hey,
5: hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty.
6: He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro.
5: And it was accepted on the first try.
6: If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor
0: in real estate. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio, WGNS.
1: We go to the seventh inning. Raiders leading four to nothing. We'll have the three, four, five hitters to face the relief pitcher, Alex DeLeon, who will be starting his third inning. Here's Jackson Galloway, who's 0 for 3. Makes the first pitch for ball one. Galloway has struck out twice and fouled out to the catcher. Swing and a little tap foul behind the plate. Count goes to 1 and 1 on Galloway. Wind still blowing out toward left field and left center. The 1-1 pitch just outside for ball two. Two balls and a strike. Game time tomorrow, 2 o'clock. We'll be on the air at 1.45 with our pregame show. Swung on, ball hit sharply in the left center field. Nobody's going to get that one. It's rolling to the wall. Galloway's on his way to second, and we'll pull in there with a stand-up double. So Galloway, who had been hitless in his first three in advance, drives one to the wall in left center for his eighth double of the season. He's at second base with nobody out. That is hit number three off DeLeon, hit number 11 for the Raiders. And the leadoff batter in scoring position at second base for Wyatt Morgan. Morgan has flat out, fouled out to the catcher and walked. Home plate umpire made a signal to the press box which appeared to be Signaling a new player. Of attention.
14: Have a at the base
1: seven, I think they've got a new second baseman in. We'll, we'll have to pick that up after the inning's over. So here's Morgan. First pitch to him, hit solidly into right center. Center field, got a late start and comes in on the run and makes the catch. Probably a little tough seeing those balls in the outfield at this time of day as Walsh, the center fielder, was able to recover in time to make the play on the fly ball by Morgan. So one out, Galloway down at second, and the batter is Briggs-Rutter. Facing DeLeon in the fifth inning, he struck out on three pitches. Swing and a little tap down the third baseline is going to roll foul. One strike to Rudder. So Galloway, who was on the move, will return to second base. Deleon came on in the fifth after Morgan led off with a walk on four pitches, and they removed the starter, Shaw. He struck Rudder out on three pitches and is ahead in the count here. One strike. Now Deleon steps off to the pitching service. Looks into his catcher Garza for the side. Comes set and throws to second and just back in there was Galloway. They almost had him leaning the wrong way. Second baseman slipped in there and took the throw, and Galloway just got his hand back on the bag in time. But the count remains one strike on Briggs-Rutter.
14: Down at the bottom.
1: And again, DeLeon steps off the pitching surface. He's piddling around out there, as we would say. And this pitch is outside, ball one. One and one. Coker waiting to hit next. Raiders leading four to nothing. Would like to have some more runs going into the last three innings. De Leon delivers, ground ball up the middle. That is through for a base hit. It will score Galloway as the throw comes in and it's a five to nothing game. So, Rutter with his second hit, just past the shortstop into in the, the center field. Galloway scores from second, that is hit number four and the first run off De Leon. Rutter with his 12th RBI of the season is at first base with one out. The batter is Brett Coker. He has doubled twice, driven in three runs. Short enough as if bunt. took the pitch inside. He had to hop out of the way. They appeal that he... He punted at the ball, but he did not. One ball, no strikes to Coker. Five to nothing, Raiders. We're in the seventh. De Leon comes set. Pitch is fouled out of play. The Count will go to one and one. Raiders now have 12 hits in the game. Briggs Rutter, the runner at first. One and one, Coker lines it to right field. That's gonna get down and roll to the corner. Rudder might score on this. And they're gonna wave him home. And here comes Coker on the way to third. He, he will be in there with a stand up triple and no throw was made. Hit it down the right field line. So it is now a six to nothing game. That's the second time that Rudder has scored all the way from first base on a hit to the outfield. Yeah. The other time was in the third inning when Coker doubled. So give Coker another RBI his fourth of the game. A triple, second triple of the season for him. And with one out and a runner at third, the batter is Snyder. It is six to nothing. Rice will pull the infield in and they will play at the edge of the infield grass. Pitch to Snyder, swing and a tap foul behind the plate, strike one. Snyder, two singles and three trips. So two more runs in the seventh inning and a six to nothing lead. That's a wild pitch in the dirt. Gets past Garza back to the backstop, and Coker will score. And now it's seven to nothing. Charged DeLeon with a wild pitch. Coker scores from third, the third run in the inning, and the Raiders lead it seven to nothing. One ball, one strike on Snyder. Right-hander delivers a check swing and a strike call by the first-base umpire on the appeal. One ball, two strikes. Snyder waiting. The pitch lined foul down the right field line. Count holding at one and two. Will wind up now with nobody on base. Ball two is low. Two balls, two strikes to Snyder. Still just one out in the inning. Three runs have scored. It's seven to nothing. DeLeon with the pitch, swinging a foul. The umpire needs some more baseballs, and is accommodated. Count remains two and two on Snyder. And the pitch. Fouled out of play. Snyder's fouled them off. Count remains two and two. This is a beautiful setting, especially after dark when the lights start coming on in the buildings behind the uh, outfield fence There's a swing and a miss snyder strikes out for out number two that is the third strikeout for de leon and the eighth strikeout for rice pitchers tonight with two outs bases are empty the batter is mason spears (laughs) Beer singled in the sixth inning. He is one for three. Checked his swing on that pitch. They appeal, and this time, it's ball one. Fastball strike, one and one. This Rice program is on a downturn. But at one time, they were the king of the roost in college baseball. National champions in 2003. They appeared in 22 consecutive NCAA regionals. Several college world series. Here's the one-two pitch outside. And when the coach Wayne Graham left, retired, the program went down. They hired the Tennessee Tech coach, Mike Braga. But uh, he did not work any magic out here and He was relieved, and he's back at Tennessee Tech now. Saw him just uh, earlier this week. Raiders beat Tech Tuesday at home. Count two and two to Spears. And DeLeon with the pitch. It is swung on and missed. Spears strikes out, so back-to-back strikeouts will end the Raiders' seventh inning but not before the Raiders pick up three runs in the inning on three hits and nobody left on. It is seventh inning stretch time in Houston. As we go to the bottom of the seventh, Raiders seven, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
13: Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raiders Sports.
1: Bottom of the seventh inning, Raiders leading 7 0. Opening game of the three game series here in Houston. Pierce Gallo will lead it off against Peyton Wigginton in the seventh. First pitch is outside, ball one. Raiders have Luke Benson in the game. He has come in to play center field. And Brian Dillingham has moved to left. There's a swing and a foul tip. Count one and one. So Galloway leaves the game and Vincent will be in his spot in the batting order. Pitches outside, ball two. Two and one the count to Gallo Number two hitter in the batting order for the Owls. Takes a strike called, and it's two and two. (laughs) Wigginson has allowed no runs on one hit. As we're batting in the seventh, swing and a miss. Struck him out. And Gallo fans... Leading off the seventh. That is the fourth strikeout for Wigginton. Did not have a strikeout until two outs in the fourth inning. Struck out the last batter in that inning. Then two more in the fifth. And now Gallo down on strikes. And they have all been uh, swinging strikes. One out in the seventh. Here's Garibay, the first baseman. Left-handed hitter pitch to him and at the knees for a strike call. Nothing and one. Strike on the outside corner. Nothing and two to Garibay, who has flied to center. He has the only rice hit. Single to left field in the fourth inning. Pitch swung on and hit sharply, a nice backhand stop by Lopez, played to first in time. Pasto Lopez, with another defensive gem, backhanded that line drive, which was headed to left field, and threw Garibay out at first. Two up, two down in the seventh. One, two. Three, four, five, six, seven assists for Lopez at shortstop. And Mabry's had a couple at second base. Here's the pitch to Bowman, and it is up high for ball one. Bullman, the cleanup hitter, is 0 for 2. Strike on the inside corner. 1 and 1. Wigginton working quickly delivers a swing and a foul to the backstop. One ball and two strikes. And a swing and a foul out of play down the right side. Count holding at one and two to Austin Bullman. Wing and a miss, struck him out, and the side is retired in order. And another strikeout for Wigginton, his fifth of the game. Three up, three down, nothing across. We'll go to the eighth inning, Raiders seven and rice nothing on the Blue Raider network from Learfield.
6: This
7: isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Ah, This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious.
0: You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS.
1: And we go to the eighth inning. Raiders leading at seven to nothing. We'll have Brian Dillingham to lead off and then the top of the order. Dillingham won for three, singleton scored in the fourth as spanned in his other two appearances and hits Wilson sharply to shortstop, fielded and the throw to first in time for the out. Dillingham retired after a sharply hit ground ball was fielded by Gallo at short. So a one out in the eighth inning, here's Fausto Lopez. 0 for three with a walk. This will be likely his last chance to extend that hitting streak. He has hit safely in five straight games. Takes the pitch outside for ball one. right-hander delivers swung on fouled out of play down the right side one ball and one strike raiders have a winning record on the road not a lot of teams can say that they are 17 and 13 overall away from home eight and four in the league very impressive There's a ball hit sharply, but right at the second baseman who will make the play to first. And Lopez retired second to first for the second out. And with two outs, the batter is J.T. Mabry had base hits in each of his first three at-bats and then was robbed of a hit on his fourth try. Three for four, two doubles, a single, and a run scored. Two outs in the eighth inning. And the first pitch swung on, hit into shallow center field. Center fielder coming on. Walsh, she'll make the catch for out number three. So three up, three down in the eighth. Nothing across for the Raiders. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Middle Tennessee seven. Rice nothing on the Blue Raider network from Learfield.
0: The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna.
1: Throw goes down a second. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning. On the 13th of May in 1955, for the first time in his major league career, Mickey Mantle hits home runs from both sides of the plate. He had three in the game, two from the left side, one from the right side. Drove in all of the runs in the Yankees' 5-2 victory over Detroit at Yankee Stadium. First time that he hit home runs from both sides of the plate in a game. Antonio Cruz takes the first pitch from Wiginton. Four strike one. Second pitch in at the letter, strike two Call. Nothing and two to Cruz. Son of the head coach. Wigginton with the 0-2 pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play. We played another team whose coach had a son playing. Last week, Coach Melendez, FIU. His son is a freshman catcher for that team. Pitch is in the dirt, bounces away. One ball and two strikes. Of course, the Raiders, uh, Jim Toman, his son, is on the roster. Charlie Mack has been sidelined all season with an injury. A left-handed pitcher. But So both head coaches have sons on their team. The pitch high, ball two. Two and two. And Wickenden with the pitch, fouled away. Wickenden got two quick strikes on Cruz and he's fouled a couple off, the count now two and two. Cruz, Long and Garza here in the eighth inning for the Owls. And the pitch, high ball three. Wigginton has issued one walk in this game. That was to Cruz in the fifth inning. And it was on a 3-2 count. And the pitch to pitch the plate, swung on and missed strike three. Cruz down on strikes. That's strikeout number six for Wigginton.
14: Third baseman. Justin.
1: And with one out, the batter is Justin Long, the third baseman. He is grounded to short and struck out. Left-hander's pitch. And Wigginton lays it right in there for a call strike. Seven to nothing. The Raiders are leading here in the eighth inning. High outside, one and one now to Justin Long. The pitch, swing and a miss, one and two. Wigginton goes for the Rosenbach, one ball and two strikes. And the lefty's pitch, strike three call outside corner. That is the first call, third strike and Wickington's seventh strikeout overall in this game. And with two outs, the batter is the catcher, Manny Garza. Garza has grounded to short and struck out, 0 for 2. Brickington ready to pitch. Breaking ball hangs up high for ball one to Garza. Garza out of Rio Grande City, Texas. Swing and a line shot. That is a foul ball just past Coker and hit solidly down the left field line, but foul. And the count will go one and one. Only one hit in the game for the Owls. That was a fourth-inning single by Guy Garabay, a left-handed hitter, hit it to the opposite field. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Garza takes it inside. Ball two. two and 2-1. Wiginton has fanned three in a row and four of the last five hitters. Outside, ball three, he's behind in the count. Three and one to Garza. And walked him. That will be the second walk of the game. And with two outs, the batter will be Jack, then Shoshan. The left fielder who has rounded out twice.
0: Yeah. So
1: Garza the runner at first with two outs. Wigginton with the pitch, foul back to the screen, strike one. Peyton has not, had to pitch out of the stretch very often in this game. Two walks and one hit. The only base runners for Rice. One strike to count. And the pitch to the plate high, ball one, one and one. Check of the runner in the pitch, Swell to the screen. The count goes to one and two. There's been absolutely no moving around in the Blue Raider bullpen tonight. Wigginton has been that sharp. One ball, two strikes. Runner at first, Garza, who Drew a walk, pitch inside. Two and two to Ben Shoshan. Nice crowd here tonight, 3,783. Swing and a foul tip out holes at two and two. Two outs runner at first. The bottom of the eighth inning. There's a swing and a miss. And Wiggenden strikes out the side in the eighth inning. That will be eight strikeouts. And he has struck out five of the last seven hitters. Nothing to cross. In the eighth, no runs, no hits, one left. We have completed eight full innings. this Middle Tennessee, seven, price nothing on the Bull Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription
7: opioids can be addictive and dangerous.
11: I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription. Can be all it takes to lose everything.
7: Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov/rxawareness.
11: Hey, Blue Raiders! Thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered from Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies I've got that covered too buying selling or auction here in middle Tennessee not a problem either call on me Richard Lewis for all of your real estate dreams oh by the way I'm never too busy for any of your referrals exit Realty Bob Lamb & Associates 615-896-5656 the flagship station for Blue Raider
0: sports, WGNS. And we go to the ninth
1: inning. Raiders are leading seven to nothing. Luke Benson will lead it off. Benson came in to play center field in the uh, eighth inning. This will be his first at bat. Benson at 2.21 on the season. Three homers. He's driven in 16. That's from the left side. Takes a cut at the first pitch. Doesn't get it. Strike one. Benson will be followed by Morgan and Briggs Rutter. Top of the ninth. Raiders leading 7 0. Ground ball hit sharply. Second baseman backhands it. Over to first in time for the out. Benson retired second to first. One out in the ninth. Looking ahead to the bottom of the ninth.
3: Rice will have the
1: number nine hitter leading off. And then the top of the order. With one out. And we're going to have a hitter for Morgan. And it's going to be uh, Jacob Williams. Sophomore. Big right-handed batter. He'll be in the DH spot. Tried to check his swing, but went around strike one. Jacob hitting 257. He has a couple of home runs. Pitches low and outside, one and one. Jacob was hitting the ball out of the park with regularity in batting practice yesterday. The one-one pitch, swing and a foul and the count will go to one and two. One out in the ninth inning. Raiders leading seven to nothing. De Leon with the pitch. It is swung on, popped up on the right side and shallow right field. Right fielder coming on. And the first baseman almost ran into him. Cruz makes the catch. Four out number two. So two up and two down in the ninth. And the batter will be Briggs runner. Briggs. Riggs has had a pretty good night. He has two hits, he has walked, he's scored three times, scored every time he's been on base and struck out. He was the first man De Leon faced when uh, De Leon came on in relief with the starter, Shaw, back in the fifth inning. So, Ryder will stand in with two outs, and the base is empty. A right-hander delivers, and a strike on the outside corner, nothing in one. Pitch swung on, hit sharply right at the shortstop. Gallo with a throw to first in time. And that is all. The Raiders down one, two, three in the ninth. Nothing across. We will go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Raiders and Peyton Wigginton need three outs to pick up the win. Seven to
17: nothing Raiders on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hit a grand slam with bunny bread.
0: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Johnny
1: Hoyle will lead off for Rice in the bottom of the ninth inning. Raiders will have
14: Gabe Jennings in to play
1: second base for Mabry that's the only defensive change. Hoyle has twice-flied to center field. Right-handed batter and Wigginton's first pitch and their first strike, nothing and one. The pitch swung on, fouled out of play. 0-2 the count. Only three base runners tonight for Rice. A fourth inning single by Garibay, the only hit for the Owls. Here's the 0-2 and swung on it. Missed, struck him out. That is strikeout number nine for Wigginton, who did not get his first strikeout until the fourth inning. He is now struck out. One, two, three, four, six of the last eight batters. And with one out, the batter is Connor Walsh. 0 for three, hits the ball to center field. That sends Benson back, back near the wall, reaches up. And can't get it, it's off the wall. And Walsh is on the way to third. Will slide in there with a triple. Walsh had been the only player to hit the ball hard all night and had been retired three times. But he will be at third base with one out and only the second hit off Wigginton in the game. Here is Pierce Gallo, 0 for 3, two ground outs and a strikeout. Wigginton with the pitch, high, ball one. A fourth inning single, a ninth inning triple. Plus a couple of walks, the only four base runners for Rice in the game. Pitch comes in low, ball two, two and 2-0. Oh. And the left-hander delivers high. Ball three is Wigginton behind in the count 3-0. That is the first and 3-0 count that he has had in this game. And ball four is outside. A four-pitch walk and now first and third with one out. Well, at least that first might Set up a double play situation for the Raiders in the bottom of the ninth inning. The batter is the left-handed hitting Garibay, who up until this inning had the only hit off wigginton a sharp single in the fourth inning. Hit it to the opposite field. First and third, one out. And Wigginton's pitch, ground ball, foul outside the first base bag. Nothing and one to Garrabae. Seven to nothing, the Raiders leading. Wigginton out of the stretch and the pitch. Strike on the inside corner, nothing and two. Wigginton looking in for the sign. And the 0-2 pitch on the way. It is a strike called over the outside corner. So he walks Gallo on four pitches, strikes out Garabe on three pitches. And that was his 10th strikeout. And with two outs, the batter is Bullman, who has struck out twice and flied to left. First and third, two outs. Wigginson out of the stretch, swinging a foul out of play down the right field line, nothing and one. Left hander comes set, and the 0 1 pitch, high ball one. Bowman, the Rice cleanup hitter, up in the bottom of the ninth. Two outs, two on. High ball, two. This is the first inning that Mm -hmm. the Owls have had more than one runner on base. Wiggenden has been that good tonight. 2-2, Two two the count. Swing and a miss. I'm sorry, it was two and one. Now it's two and two. He was badly fooled on that pitch. Two balls, two strikes to Bullman. The pitch is swung on and fouled. Just got a piece of it. Out holding at two and two. Runners lead and the 2-2 pitch low and inside. Count goes full. He has had a few full count Three and two counts. One, two, three. It's a three full count on hitters tonight. The 3-2 pitch swung on, grounded foul past third. Count holes at three and two. I expect Peyton's. I don't have the pitch count. I expect it's edging a little over 100 now. Bull count, 3-2. and two. He comes set and delivers, and a ball hit right back to the mound, but off his foot. Wiggenden picked it up. He was ready to throw to first and get this game over with, but... Uh, That was a foul ball. So the count holds at three and two with two outs. The runner on first will be moving. Wigginton looks in for the sign. And the pitch swung on. Hit in the air into shallow right field. Snyder coming on, makes the catch for out number three. And the entire Blue Raider dugout empties and meets Wigginton out between the mound and home plate as Wigginton has pitched a gem tonight. A two-hit shutout in the inning. No runs, one hit, two left. And the Raiders win it by a score of seven to nothing. Middle Tennessee improves to 27 and 20 on the season. They are 15 and 10 now in Conference USA and have won four straight, while Rice drops to 13 and 37. They are six and 19 in conference play and they have now lost seven straight. Raiders a winner in the first game of the series, seven to nothing. Stay with us. Our post-game show comes your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, hey, hey!
5: Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He
6: knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro.
5: And it was accepted on the first try.
6: If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate.
0: This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakery, Bakers of Light, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Once again, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Welcome back into
1: our post-game show. The Raiders win it tonight by a score of seven to nothing. Take a one-game lead in this uh, three-game series. It is their fourth consecutive win, and what a gem by left-hander Peyton Wigginson tonight as he goes the distance, picks up uh, his third complete game of the season, and. Second shutout, I think. I think he had a shutout in a seven-inning game earlier. Had a one-hit shutout going into the ninth inning when Walsh, the leadoff man, tripled to the center field wall with one out. He uh, walked the next batter, but then struck out Garabay and got Bullman on a fly ball to shallow right field for the third out. So that is, the, that is a two-hit shutout, the first two-hit shutout for the Raiders since Zach Curtis in 2014. And I think uh, Carson is ready with Coach Toman down on the field, so we're going to go ahead and send it out there.
7: All right, Coach, just a complete performance from the Blue Raiders tonight, starting with Wigginton on the mound uh, and then a few guys at the plate, really productive tonight, uh, Blue Raiders winning seven to zero uh what's the feeling in the dugout right now?
8: Well, it was maybe the most complete game we've played all year. We got really good defense, really good pitching by Waton and and some really good two out hits and timely hitting and thirteen hits. So maybe the best we played all year the key is to try to figure out how to how to do that again tomorrow but uh The guys really played well. Wigginton really pitched well. Mabry and uh, Coker and Rudder and Snyder, they they had multiple hits, two or three hits each. And then the defense was tremendous. We we made almost every play. Did you have confidence that Peyton
7: could go the full distance in this one? Uh, He ran into some trouble there in the ninth, uh, but you seemed to have uh, the confidence in him.
8: Yeah. We... He probably threw a few too many pitches, but a lot of the innings were, were, were quick innings, and he, he didn't have to really work that hard in regards to his pitch count. It was a pretty smooth game. He didn't have that many runners, so he wanted to finish it. I wanted to get give, get him the complete game shut out. You know, probably you know could have got him out after the seventh, but adding in three runs helped us a little bit. And uh, we didn't have to burn anyone in the bullpen, so that's huge for the rest of the weekend.
7: Yeah, you kind of mentioned it uh, or a couple of questions ago, but how do you, uh, you know, come back tomorrow and maybe even have a better performance overall as a team?
8: Yeah, well, it's going to be hard to match that, but um, we've got to go up get a, a good meal, get good rest. Well, is at two o'clock start tomorrow we'll leave the hotel by 11:30. so they got to get good sleep get a good breakfast in them get off their feet and they come back and you know you got to play every single game as hard as you can and and uh these guys can beat anyone at any time i, I think last week they lost uh, quite like on a friday and then the next day it was like 14 13 so you know, they're certainly capable, so we, we need to we need to play well again. We need to play well in this league every damn game you play.
1: All right, congrats on the win, coach. Appreciate it, man. Coach Chip Tillman with uh, Carson Herbert down on the field as the Raiders win by a score of seven to nothing. I have not uh, gotten the official box score yet from the folks here, but. Uh, Unofficially, here are your final totals for Middle Tennessee. Seven runs, 13 hits, no errors. Seven men left on base for the Raiders and for Rice. No runs, two hits, no errors. And they left three men on base. The only inning they had more than one base runner was the bottom of the ninth with that uh, triple by Walsh and a walk to the next batter. And and then Wigginton. Uh, Settled in and got the next two outs. As we mentioned, it is the uh, a two-hit shutout. The last time the Raiders had a two-hit shutout was in 2014 by the another left-hander Zach Curtis, as he uh, won on the road at FIU by a score of seven to nothing. Uh, Curtis in that game gave up two hits walked four and struck out eight. In the game tonight, Peyton Wigginton gave up two hits, walked three, struck out ten, had one wild pitch, unofficial pitch count, 123 for the left It Marked the seventh time this season that Rice has been shut out. And for the Raiders, their fourth shutout win of the season. Wiginton... Did not get a strikeout until two were out in the fourth inning. And then he finished with ten. So he was a strikeout pitcher over the final half of the game. For the Raiders, they got their first run in the second inning. Three consecutive hits. A leadoff single by briggs Rudder, A double by Coker drove in Rudder and then Snyder followed with a hit, but then uh, the Raiders were not able to get any more in. They left runners at second and third. Then they picked up two runs in the third inning on a double by Coker with two men on. Uh, In the fourth inning, they picked up a run driven in by J.T. Mabry, who got his third straight hit, a double scoring uh, Dillingham from first base, and the Raiders were off to the races there, leading four to nothing. They... uh, Added three more runs in the seventh for a 7-0 complete game victory over the Rice Owls. Wiginton, the winning pitcher, 6-4. and four. David Shaw, the starter, takes the loss for Rice. He is 2-2. Two and two. Time of the game, 2 hours, 31 minutes. The attendance, 3,783. That is going to uh, be the story of this game as the Raiders will try to come back and and take game two of the series tomorrow afternoon. That will be at uh, 2 o'clock starting time, our pregame show at 1.45. Until then, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Raiders win it 7 to nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. And good night from the ballpark.
7: This isn't your regular cola. So this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Ah, this is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy,
12: delicious.
0: This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.